0: Join us on YouTube at the CounterThought channel. Let's go. As we wait for Alvin Bragg to make his move, what are the legal and political ramifications of an indictment of Donald Trump? Welcome to CounterThought. Well, everybody has been talking about it since last weekend, so why not talk about it? Last week, Trump said that he heard from inside sources that an indictment is going to be brought against him for campaign finance laws. We're thinking that's the charges that are going to be brought by the district attorney of New York City, Alvin Bragg, and it was expected to be Tuesday of this week. Well, Tuesday has come and gone at the time of this recording. Wednesday has about come and gone, and there has not been an indictment of former President Donald Trump. The latest news is that the grand jury needed to convene one more time and that that was going to happen on Wednesday, but then sources came out and said that actually that is being delayed. So Alvin Bragg, it's his move to make, but are the political and legal ramifications of an indictment of a former president, of former President Trump, is that swaying him to now reconsider actually bringing those charges? This is something that has never been seen in history. And when we dive into the the legalese and the legality of these of the suspected charges, what does this mean? Not only legally for Trump, but also politically for Trump and for the future of our country, to me, this is another instance of Democrats, especially the Democrats that control the levers of power within politics crying foul about Republicans attacking democracy, being threats to democracy, which I've talked about in previous episodes. Meanwhile, they are doing actual things that are threats to democracy. And you might be asking yourself, okay, well, how would the indictment of a former president have anything to do with with democracy? Well, politically speaking, Donald Trump has already formally put his hat in the ring as a contender, as running as a Republican for the republican nomination to be president in the 2024 presidential election so we can see right from the start that an indictment of a former president on charges again we will get into this more here in a second but charges that everybody is saying doesn't pass legal muster looks like a blatant uh, political attack using the actual legal system of the United States of America. It looks like a political attack and not just a political attack from trying to smear somebody like you see within regular campaigns and and what have you, but an actual political attack trying to silence and take out your political opponent through legal means. And if that's not a threat to democracy, then I don't know what is. Trump is already facing other potential indictments in the state of Georgia and i believe one other state and the, the 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 mindset is that okay if if alvin bragg is the first da to bring charges then that is just going to open the door once that threshold is crossed then that means that the other district attorneys in these other jurisdictions are going to follow suit you know once that threshold has been crossed you know once the the door has been opened once you let the cat out of the bag more is to come. And the legal aspect of a potential indictment against Trump, the fact that the Southern District of New York, which is federal level, passed on this case, the fact that Alvin Bragg passed on this case whenever he was first elected into office. And then now, two years later, he's bringing it it back up. The statute of limitations on the state level for federal election Violations or campaign finance law violations and the statute of limitations on the federal level for campaign finance laws have both passed. State is two years, federal is five years. We are now seven years from the time of these of the allegations brought by by Stormy Daniels, who in her own right, then later in 2018 said that you know she never actually had an affair with Trump and this hush money was just a you know, keep her quiet because maybe she was trying to cash in on on the um, on the celebrity of Trump because he was, you know, a political um, candidate when when all these accusations were were brought. So it's one thing to bring charges against a former president, and these charges would wouldn't even be a misdemeanor; they would um, they would be a misdemeanor. It's not like they're felony charges. But the fact that the charges that are expected to be brought against Donald Trump, the statute of limitations is passed again, right? Two years is passed on the state level, five years on the federal level. So there actually is no case to be brought. The if you have a, a judge with you know any credibility, any respect for their own career, upon seeing what the charges are, if it is a campaign finance violations, they would toss this out. So We'll see if Bragg brings these charges and what the judge would do in return. But right now, you know they're still going through. I guess there's one or two more witnesses that they're bringing in front of the grand jury before the expectation is to formally indict President Trump and the Secret Service and New York public safety officials, New York police department. They're all talking. Those are the rumors going on, discussing, okay, well, how is this going to happen? Is Trump actually going to have to come to New York? Is this something to be done via Zoom? Is Trump even going to see the light of day or is everything going to be done in the hallways of, of the courthouses and, um, and the DA's office You know, to avoid the, the perp walk and, and all of that? That remains to be seen. So the political aspect of this for Trump is, okay, well, I think there, there are two plays here. The first thought is okay. Well, this is another attack against Trump. You know, he was already attacked by the Clinton campaign in 2016. He was attacked by the own deep state throughout. Um, you know, the first two or three years of his presidency, continuing to deal with the Russia collusion and the special prosecutor and everything. Special Counsel Robert Mueller, right? And then, so it is that okay. This will embolden Trump that he wants this to happen because then people will see. You know that the justice system, the legal system is being politicized and brought against him as the opponent to the sitting president in the 2024 election, that this is going to improve his chances to be reelected. But I'm of the mindset that if you go a step farther, that an indictment is what the Democrat party wants, the leaders, those again, who control the levers of power within the Democrat party, they want an indictment. They want an indictment not because they are afraid of Trump, but because they want Trump to be the nominee. Biden is on record. Others are on record saying they want Biden versus Trump again because they have already defeated him. As legitimate as you think that is, they believe everything in 2020 was legitimate, and they believe that Biden again and the Democrat apparatus, the machinery, could beat Trump once more, and that in the back channels of the Democrat Party the DNC, that they are more fearful, fearful of a candidate running like Ron DeSantis. So, you know, to hell with the legal system and, you know, politicizing it and bringing charges that, you know, should just be thrown out on its face by a judge. Forget all that, you know, forget what that's going to do for the, the country in the long term, right? We are focused here and now, says the Democrat Party, says Alvin Bragg. So let's bring charges, get that to bolster Trump to be the Republican nominee because we believe we can defeat him. I think that is the play. I think you have to go to that second level. Sure. They're not afraid. The Democrat party is not afraid of Trump being, becoming you know, seen as, as the victim here because they want him to be the one that they are facing in the, prim- in the general election. Bringing charges against him will get him through the primary Get him past DeSantis, past Nikki Haley, past Mike Pence, past the expected Mike Pompeo, Vivek Ramaswamy, John Bolton, (laughs) he's even running, that it'll lock that up, lock up the primary. He'll be the Republican nominee, and then that's what they want, Biden v. Trump. But going back to what this actually does for our country, we've already seen the Democrat Party do this numerous times over the last 8 to 10 years going back all the way to Harry Reid and you know killing the filibuster and how that affects you know lawmaking in in the Senate in Congress we've seen that play out the democrat party especially the more progressive and liberal wings of that party are known to go well beyond to be too progressive to fall off the cliff as i've said numerous times to be very short sighted to not care about the long-term ramifications, not care about the long-term effects of the decisions that they make, but to just care about what benefits them in the here and now, because all they are focused on is power. Power. And if you look at Alvin Bragg specifically, everything about bringing bringing an indictment against Donald Trump bolsters him. It improves him. He has nothing but gains to come from bringing an indictment against Donald Trump you know if he has his eye set on a higher political office whether in the state of New York or on a federal level the democrat party and their um, their voters are going to support him they're going to say yeah he's our knight you know he is our our white knight he is our knight in shining armor because he brought charges finally we've been waiting for 7 years finally for charges to be brought against donald trump and he did it so we are going to catapult him the democrat party always You can always fail up in the Democrat party always. So Alvin Bragg has an incentive to bring this indictment if he wants higher political office. And let's not forget that when he was campaigning for the DA position, which again, remember he is a politician, even though he is an attorney, he campaigned saying that he was going to be the one to bring charges against Trump. So you cannot deny that there, this, is not politicized, that he is not politicizing and weaponizing the legal system of our country by doing this, by potentially doing this. And you know, again, just throw everything out the window when it comes to the future of our country, to hell with the future of our country and the precedent that it sets. We know that the two parties in power, the primary parties, the Democrat and the Republican party, they go tit for tat, especially more recently now that the Republican party is you know, actually, growing a pair, right? Actually, fighting back—that's one of the things that I would say can be um, can be put on, not put on, but uh, a takeaway from Trump and his his presidency is that he gave this sense of you know, like a strength to the Republican Party that hey, we're not going to take these shots and just and just lie down. We're going to fight back. We're going to hit back. And I like that because. You know eye for an eye i guess you know we're not going to turn the other cheek certain times we should but there are other times because that power is at stake that i believe we should not so i like this you know this attitude of hey we're gonna we're gonna hit back and but we're gonna hit back and be be in the right be doing the moral good but you know long term if this threshold again is crossed are we just going to expect this then for every future nominee for president, for every future candidate? Instead of getting the, seeing the crime, finding the crime, and then finding the individual, we're going to go more Stalin-esque, which is actually finding the individual and then creating the crime? Is that how we want to function as, as a country? Because that definitely puts democracy at stake. We are then taking a step back and becoming more like a third world country, a communist country, and that we are just going to silence our opposition, even to the point of silencing and attacking and trying to take someone out legally for the running for the highest office in our land, the president of the United States. And I heard an interesting point brought up um, listening to a podcast earlier today saying, okay, well... You know if that's going to be the new precedent that is going to be to be set are we now even more so than we are currently are we now limiting the pool draining the pool of people who actually want to put their their hat in the ring to run for state office for federal office for president of the united states because you know it's it's not worth it it's too dangerous you know you're you may see yourself as uh, white as the driven snow as pure as the driven snow but with this precedent of an indictment and going down you know down the road someone's going to see you and they're going to find something to charge you with and people don't want that it's already known that people who would typically get involved in the political circles you know helping for consulting and advising for presidency or being part of a legal team that they themselves don't want to be tied to Donald Trump because they have seen what has happened to him since 2015 and 2016 throughout his four years as president and the attacks that he underwent from the deep state and those in the power positions of of the Democrat party. So who would subject themselves to that? You must be one heck of a Patriot. If you want to put your hat in the ring, knowing that you are going to be attacked every which way to Sunday. So again, the Democrat party is projecting, they say Republicans are trying to, you know, putting democracy in danger when they themselves are the ones doing it. This is just the latest example. And I do believe that this, an indictment does not pass legal muster and that if a judge does allow it to go through, then that's even further evidence of what is going on here. But that the reason for this is one, it benefits Bragg. He's going to fail up like everybody does on the Democrat Party side. And it is going to catapult Trump or just strengthen his lead that he already has, his existing lead, and that he will definitively be the nominee from the Republican Party to go against Biden. And that is what they want. They want Biden v. Trump. They do not want Biden-DeSantis, if DeSantis even officially runs, which I expect that he is. They don't want that. They will sacrifice the future of our country in order to maintain power. They will crucify one man in order to maintain power. It's all part of the game. It all goes back to power. So as we wait to see what Alvin Bragg does next, if he does bring an indictment against Donald Trump, I want you to think about it. Do you agree with with what I've said here, what this would do for the future of our country? And if this does happen, are you willing to stand up against it regardless of your political party and say, hey, this is not right? This is not right. To bring a misdemeanor up to a felony, to bring something that from a state level and try to charge on the federal level, something that has already passed its statute of limitations, all for the sake of political power, our democracy is crumbling in front of our eyes all in the name of power. And regardless of your party, which side are you going to stand with? Are you going to stand with the side that is hungry for power and will do any means necessary? Or are you going to stand with those who want to preserve the freedoms that we have in this country, preserve The constitutional republic and the democracy that we have in this country regardless of whether you are red or blue or any other political party in between thank you for listening to counterthought a podcast conserving america's freedom culture and values remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on youtube and engage with the podcast on instagram at counter underscore thought at counterthought ceo or on Facebook at Counterthought Podcast.